My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh, oh my! Welcome back to Our Goblet of Wine is Better, our series about the Harry Potter books, movies, and everything in between. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 31 and 32 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. And as always, we want to give a shout out to Boom for being our patron and supporting us for all these years. Yeah. It feels like it's actually been years now, hasn't it? It's been almost three years. So yeah, so a while. <laughs> that's crazy. How's that's it almost been three insane. years? I don't know. I don't know either. That's crazy. I know, right? All right. (laughs) Okay, then. All right. Thank you, Boom. (laughs) Yeah. So the chapters are the third task and... The one with the longer name. Flesh, Uh, Blood, and Bone. That's it. (laughs) Yep. I was like blanking. I was like, why don't I remember the title? I was like, I know I can figure it out, but... (laughs) It's fine. So yeah, so we're doing the third task, which I guess is not as big of a deal (laughs) as I always thought it was, just from how it read. Okay. And then Flesh, Blood, and Bone, which was like 10 minutes of listening for me. Oh god, it wasn't even 10 pages. It was like 8 pages. I was like, oh nice, I love this. (laughs) So short. Yeah, very, very short. Very concise. But we can start from the beginning. Yes. And Dumbledore seems to think that you know who is getting stronger as well, which I don't know why that needed to be said because I feel like he believes Harry when Harry talks about that. So I'm not sure why that needed to be stated in print (laughs) at the beginning of this chapter, but it's fine. (laughs) Fine. It is what it is. I also thought it was funny that Hermione really enjoyed the idea of a pensive because, you know, out of the three of them, she probably is the only one who has enough thoughts that she might want to have some relief from them. (laughs) (laughs) True. That's actually very true. <laughs> She's the one with the brains here. Yep. And I I think it's funny they like are sitting there like being like, oh my gosh, Dumbledore trusts Snape. And like, yes, of course he trusts Snape. He wouldn't be working at Hogwarts if Dumbledore didn't trust him. Like, Yeah, what? exactly. Dumbledore has like the end decision on that stuff currently. Yeah, Not in the exactly. next one, but currently. No. He has the end decision on that. Yeah. So yeah. I do think it's funny that Hermione's like so mad about Rita and how she like gets all these like little details about everything and is like, how is she doing that? She just wants to figure it all yeah. out. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. God. I'm like trying to remember where my first comment even came in. It's probably the very beginning of this, but let's see. Yeah. Our comment is probably like great around yeah because it's after the snape thing because no. snape thing's yeah. on the first page yeah. it's after the rita thing rita thing. thing yeah go ahead enjoy start your chatting <laughs> oh no it's when they're talking about like rita and whatnot yeah okay yeah because uh because rita made some comment about like i know things that ludo bagman about ludo bagman that would make your hair curl and then they mentioned that winky like winky said like oh ludo bagman's a bad wizard and i'm like you know what 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 if I were what if I was right in like the previous ep- episode about Ludo Bagman actually kind of being like on the bad side? 
Because I did mention, like, I could see Ludo being kind of like Lockhart in a way where he acts kind of like, oh, like, oh, you know, I didn't know I was passing along information to the Death Eaters. I'm such a nice guy. Like, I didn't do this. And then, you know, suddenly you see the real side and he's like, no, I did. I knew I was doing that. I could see (laughs) Ludo being like that where he's just like, no, I I knew what I was doing. (laughs) Like, yeah. All right. Yeah, I think you, you might be right about that. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll never know. <laughs> I don't know. I Because I, I don't know if we get any sort of explanation about Ludo by the end of the book. I don't think we do. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. She loves to leave loose ends. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. I do think it's funny because Hermione is, like, connecting the, like, trial that Rita Skeeter was at to... Like, the fact that, like, Ludo is, like, bad or whatever yeah. and all that, you know. And I I don't know if that's necessarily even what Rita was talking about. Maybe it is. But if Rita can turn into a beetle on will, like whim, then she can probably hide in his house, for all we know. Or, like, on yeah. his clothes or something. Like, See- she could know a lot more about him than just from that trial. <laughs> See, I kept having a thought too. I was like, you know what? With Rita being a beetle, like she could definitely just kind of like hop on to someone and hang on to like their clothes or whatever. Or just, I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if she has done that just yeah. to get a scoop, you know? Yeah, exactly. So that's that's why I was like, I don't know if it's just from the trial, Hermione. I know Rita Skeeter was there. Yeah. Sure. And that might explain that. But I'm not 100% sure that's just what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it didn't sound like there was too much from that trial that was going to make her hair curl or whatever, you know? No, I don't think so. So, because I don't think we really heard much about, like, what he did. And everyone was just like, oh, we love Luda. We love him. I mean, it was really just, oh, you've been talking with Rookwood. Yeah, you know, exactly. Rookwood's a death eater. And, like, that's that was the entire thing. not make anyone's hair curl. <laughs> Like, no. he's just talking to someone. No. So, like, so, like, she has to have been spying on him yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, she has to know something else about him. So, yeah, it definitely wasn't from that trial. Yeah. But, okay, I do think it's funny that Hermione was like, oh, we're going to practice the impediment curse. And I was like, oh, is Harry going to learn a new spell? Uh-huh. And then they, like, didn't have time to practice it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, never mind, I guess. <laughs> I mean, they do work on on various curses and whatnot. Yeah, random hexes and things yeah. that we don't know names of. Yeah. I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's really funny that Ron says, Good training for when we're all oars, and it's like, oh Ron, I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> I mean true. But I also think it's funny that they're like Oh, yeah, these extra random hexes will help us get extra points in Defense Against the Dark Arts. I was oh, like, true. Um, yeah. is that really how that works? Like, yeah, I don't know how that works, but I'm not sure about that. I, I do love, though, that McGonagall hated running into them const- constantly, like in different <laughs> random areas of the castle. So she was like, just yeah. use my classroom. Please. <laughs> during lunchtime. Yes. <laughs> during lunch, Only during lunchtime. During so lunchtime. it's like, okay. Like, McGonagall, why are you walking into these random classes, random em- empty classrooms, you know? I don't know. Maybe like, they're supposed you- to make the rounds. I don't know. I guess, <laughs> yeah. Maybe she just wants them to be doing all this under supervision. So maybe during lunchtime, she's also in there just oh, it's possible. watching, making sure everything's okay. They're all good. 
but speak, speaking of them practicing uh, curses and whatnot, apparently Hermione didn't know the Jelly Legs Jinx counter jinx to undo it. I don't understand that. Right? Like, you would think that Hermione would be like, okay, Jelly Legs Jinx, and then be like, all right, I know the counter jinx. I can undo this. But no, she, yeah. like, Harry walked around on wobbly legs for like 10 minutes and before Hermione found out what the counter jinx was and was like, all right, let's do it. Crazy. I think that was so funny. <laughs> I don't. I, not that I don't think it's funny. I think it's funny. But I just think it's yeah. like really uh, weird that she wouldn't prepare for it. She seems yeah, so right? good at preparing for things. And then Joe was just like, oh, no, Hermione doesn't know the counter. Like, jinx, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Ah, like, what? Yeah, exactly. I think that's so funny. Just because, like, Hermione would never. No, she would never. She would never. She would never just. just a... I would say she would never do a jinx that she didn't know how to undo on her friends while they're practicing. No. This is literally just an example of, like, Joe not writing Hermione correctly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is funny because it is her character, but like, ma'am, do you know uh, your character? <laughs> not right now, apparently. By this point, we know your character and she would not do that. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't fit. <laughs> like her, like, you know, the boys don't know the counter jinx. So, you know, why would Hermione yeah. do a jinx that none of them know how to undo? Exactly. But I will, so I do think it's funny because there's this scene where they, like, look out the window and they see Draco, like, talking into his hand. Oh, yes. And I was like, oh, that has to be Draco talking to Rita Skeeter, right? Like, as a beetle, like, that has to be him talking to her. And I was like, weird that she would just trust some (laughs) 14-year-olds with that knowledge (laughs) since she's not a legal animagus. Yeah. Um, But okay. And then, um, you know, flash forward a little bit they get the daily profit like the next morning or something or whatever it is and it like tells all the stuff about harry and how he like faints and has like his scar hurting and it like ruins his classes and blah 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 he's always sick i don't know and then um i was like weird that like all of that is like being exposed like this and that, like, it was definitely, like, Draco talking to the Beatle. But I think it's funny that in that, like, they kind of mention the potential of Harry using, like, dark arts. And I was like, Harry can barely use normal spells. How is he going to use the dark oh. arts? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Like- so, okay, so I'm going to be honest. When when they mention, you know, seeing Draco outside talking into his hand, I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening here. Whatever. It wasn't until we got to the next morning and got the article that I was like, oh, there's a direct quote from Draco in here. Hey. I was positive but, he was talking to Rita. <laughs> I didn't. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? But uh, but the whole thing about the dark arts in uh, in the article is the fact that they were like, oh, Harry knows how to speak parcel tongue. And, yeah. you know, people yeah. who speak parcel tongue usually go into the dark arts. So it was like, OK, all right, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But we know Harry and Harry could never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, he can not now, at least. normal spells. True, true. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I did have a random question about just the mail in general, I guess, for this year. Because uh, from what we can tell, the Wizarding World knows about the Triwizard Tournament that's happening. You know, mm-hmm. like, there keeps being articles in the Daily Prophet and Witch Weekly and whatever. So, like, 
Why isn't Harry getting any fan mail in regards to the tournament? Maybe people don't like him. <laughs> I mean, maybe, <laughs> except for the fact that Hermione got hate mail earlier in the year. That's true. So why is Hermione getting hate mail, but Harry isn't getting, like, any fan mail? You would think that there would be people who are like, oh, my God, go Harry. Good job. Good luck. You know, whatever. Especially with the third task coming up and he's tied for first place or whatever. Like, come on. I feel like there would be some fan mail. If there's hate mail, there's got to be fan mail. You're right. No, there would be fan mail. So either, well, no, this is definitely an oversight on J.K. Rowling's part. (laughs) Or, if I want to give her an excuse, maybe the ministry has decided Harry doesn't deserve fan mail and they're stopping all of his letters, just like Dobby did in the second book. Uh I mean, mean, maybe. I'm like, unless there's some, like, there's there's an entry point for owls coming in with mail, like, let me check what it is. Oh, it's fan mail. No. Like, I just, I... There should be fan mail yeah. of some sort. Like I'm like at this point, I'm surprised Harry didn't get any fan mail when he started at Hogwarts. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm not sure if the Wizarding World really knew that Harry Potter was at Hogwarts at that time. Yeah, no, I yeah, I agree. I don't know. So that's that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, and then my so my next thing is still related to like this whole moment because it's like Hermione um she's like been sitting there thinking about all of this like how would they know about Harry's scar hurting how would they know about him fainting blah blah blah. like that's not public Mm -hmm. knowledge only people here know that you know and then all of a sudden she has this look come across her face where she's like wait a second and it's very clear that you think she's figured it out but she doesn't say if she has so we don't know if she has but I'm 99% sure she figured out what Rita Skeeter's been doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty positive Hermione has connected some dots somewhere in some way. Like, yep. okay, I got it. <laughs> yep. So that's that's what I, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, you can start the next section. <laughs> the next section with McGonagall? Yeah. Coming? Okay, yeah, so... So, you know, they're all in, they're all still in the uh, the Great Hall for breakfast. People have started leaving for classes. Harry is, uh, or, well, they're going to classes for exams. Exam week is happening now. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, Harry's, since Harry's a, a champion for the tournament, he doesn't have to take the exams. And mm-hmm. so he, what he's been doing during these exams is just, like, studying in the back of the classroom like for this last task like making sure you can memorize all the jinxes the hexes whatever he's been working on yep well they're getting ready to leave to go to class and mcgonagall comes up to harry and is like hey uh we need you in the side room over here because all the champions are meeting with their families and then she walks away and i'm like mcgonagall you know harry's parents are dead he's an orphan he lives with muggles who absolutely hate him and hate magic. Like, you're not going to just tell him, like, hey, you know, so-and-so is here to see you in place of, like, your real family or something. You know, like, Harry's right. not going to want to go to this yeah. whole, like, champions meeting with family because who's going to be there? We don't know. Well, we do know. But <laughs> Harry has no idea. <laughs> He's stupid. It's true. It's just, like... What makes you think he wants to go in there when the yeah. only family he knows or the only family he has 
hates him and will not go. Yeah. So, like, I know he's, like, kind of unsure, like, who would be there for him or if it's just, like, a requirement for him to be there with all the other champions, you know? Instead yeah. Of, like going and doing something else like if he just has to be there even if no one's meeting him but he walks in he sees you know cedric with his dad and he sees floor with her parents and he sees crumb with his parents and he's like oh man you know and like whatever but then he sees the weasleys <laughs> and he's like oh and then you get to see this little moment where floor and bill look at each other and they're like ooh. <laughs> or Fleur looks at Bill at least. Yeah, he's like hey, yeah. <laughs> it's like ah. and like like Harry like internally makes some comment about like oh I guess she doesn't mind you know guys with uh, like scars long and like fangs and for stuff. earrings. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, long hair and like fangs for earrings. Like oh, I guess she's okay with that. But, I was like oh <laughs> yeah. I was I was a little bit surprised that it's only Mrs. Weasley and Bill who are there. Yeah, weird choices like, here. <laughs> weird choices like like. I mean, Bill, I think it's Bill. Bill mentions that Charlie couldn't come because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, because they wouldn't let him leave Romania. And Percy swamped. Whatever. <laughs> Percy swamped. I don't, Mr. Weasley isn't mentioned at all. No. So I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe he's busy working. Just I like mean, Percy. that's that's my guess. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, I feel like he's not as busy as Percy would be. No. With everything that's going on with, for him and his department and everything. Yeah, I don't so. I don't think he's that busy. <laughs> I feel like they could have at least said something in this like small section that was yeah. like, Oh yeah, Arthur couldn't come because XYZ. No, you know? I yeah, I think we should have heard something about it. And like yeah. obviously it makes sense that like Ron and Jenny wouldn't be in there because you know, exams mm-hmm. and stuff and they're actually. And Fred still and George, they wouldn't and, be there yeah, either. Fred and George too, that's right. <laughs> don't let me forget the <laughs> twins ever. Um <laughs> Why did I even, like, I don't know, it's whatever. I, I don't know, it's again. fun. It's but fun. yeah, so, like, it makes sense that the ones who are already at Hogwarts and have been supporting Harry are not in this room. Like, that's yes. fine. But I just think it's weird that we don't hear anything about Arthur because of all things. Like, sure, whatever, Percy's busy, Charlie's busy, okay. But I feel like Arthur, definitely, we should have had some kind of excuse or reasoning as to why he wasn't there. Like, I'm a little bit... That. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised Harry doesn't even ask. Like, oh, where's yeah, Mr. Weasley? That. Like, is he busy? Like, is he at work? What? Like, what's going on? But at the same time, it's Harry Potter. He doesn't care. That's true. It is Harry he, Potter. He doesn't he does care. Does not care. He does not care. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. I have no idea. But. We get to have this little moment and, you know, Molly and Bill are like, oh, is like this guy here? Is the fat lady still here? And Molly was like, oh, the fat lady was here when I attended and blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, well, give us a tour. And I'm like, the school hasn't changed. You need a tour of a school that you attended? The the school has slightly changed for Molly. Maybe, because, yeah, a little well, bit. There, there's like, there's like one addition to the whole grounds, which is the Whomping Willow. That's true. Because that was planted after Molly had been true. at Hogwarts, and true. I keep forgetting that she's older than you know James and Lily and Lupin and Sirius and Snape and all them. I always forget that. But she doesn't need a tour of the Whomping Willow, so she doesn't know. <laughs> but I mean, it's interesting to look at. You know, you're right. You're right. Uh, maybe that's the only thing they go look at. I guess because nothing else yeah. has changed. Like I, the whole right? school is the same. I mean, 
I feel like it could be nice to wander around the castle and the grounds, at least just to, just to remember, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is what the castle looked like, blah, 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 whatever. Maybe they just really like it. I don't know. But, like, they're supposed to entertain their guests for, like, the entire day. And I'm like, how are you supposed to do that? Just go to Hogsmeade. No. Right. Um- <laughs> Sorry, no, I was, like, laughing because I was, like, you know what, I figured out one other thing he could show them. What? Assuming they weren't prefects while they were at school, he could show them the hidden swimming pool. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, I know I'm not a prefect, but you gotta come check out the hidden swimming pool. <laughs> I I know something you don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's I a swimming pool that. with soap. <laughs> it is. It's a diving board, so obviously it's a swimming pool. Uh, it's in the bathroom. It's kind of weird about that. Oh, but... my gosh. <laughs> but, oh, uh, man. But as they're leaving this side room to go out and, like, tour the grounds and tour the castle and whatnot, um, Amos Diggory is saying something about, you know, Rita Skeeter and whatever, blah, 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 whatever. And as they're leaving, you know, Molly says, Rita Skeeter goes out of her way to cause trouble, Amos. And I'm like, okay. Where was that attitude when Rita wrote an article about Harry and Hermione? Yeah. Yeah. Where Very was that? True. Like, you, you can't say one thing and then still believe something else that Rita Skeeter said. Yeah. No, it's true. And also, I, I just want to punch Amos in his fucking face. Him and he's Rita. So annoying. Amos Diggory is so annoying, and Cedric is so annoyed with him. He's like, stop! shit talking harry to his face yep yep <laughs> he's so over it he's like quit it i go to school with this guy he's nice i'm nice we're friendly and you're talking shit about him all the time yeah i know <laughs> it's like like on one hand i understand why amos is kind of like oh girl harry potter like oh d- no and, but at the same time it's like dude stop there children Literally. harry didn't ask for this like no shut up <laughs> and like i i don't know i just i feel so bad for cedric because he does have a dad who literally ignores his wishes when it comes to this because he even tried mm-hmm. to get him to stop at the beginning of the book That's this true. has been yeah. going for the whole fucking book from the moment they went to the game to now. Yeah. Amos is one of those fathers, like one of those parents who, you know, they they have to prove to every single person that they ever meet that their child is the best at everything. And it's like, no. Yeah. No. No. Stop that. Yeah. Just stop. This is also where we find out that Fudge is going to fill in for Crouch as one of the, like judges yes crouch is still missing and i was like they still don't know he's dead no they wouldn't know yet okay (laughs) no (laughs) but that's fine you know whatever yeah you know what uh something else sorry going back to no you're good yeah go for it going back to molly uh while they're touring the grounds and the castle and everything molly mentions that there was a gamekeeper who came before hagrid uh, who? Because Hagrid started as gamekeeper after Molly mm-hmm. left Hogwarts, which I was very curious. Like, okay, is Molly older than Hagrid and Tom Riddle? The answer is no. She's younger than them by like twenty years or something. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was odd because I always thought that Hagrid became gamekeeper like immediately after he was supposed to finish Hogwarts, like he was of age and everything. But no. 
He he didn't become the gamekeeper until a couple decades later, apparently. So, so what was he doing? He was like assistant gamekeeper or something. But the way Molly said like said something about like oh Og was here before Hagrid, I'm like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it, it seems like Hagrid wasn't there. But according because I looked this up last night because I was very I was very confused, very curious. But it seemed like. According to the wiki, Hagrid was like, you know, at Hogwarts as like assistant gamekeeper or whatever uh, until Og retired. This other gamekeeper retired. So I'm confused. I I mean, I understand like trying to, I guess, figure it out and maybe give Hagrid an extra little title or something. Like if some HP fans did that, but I don't think this has ever been said by JK Rowling. And I think she is very, very bad at timelines. So yes. I'm going to go with this is just her fucking up the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I agree. Because I don't want to give her an excuse with this one. She doesn't okay. deserve one. <laughs> she doesn't deserve one. You're right. She doesn't. That's because... bullshit bad writing. I'm sorry. It's a fucking timeline. I know. <laughs> like for real, like as far as we know, as far as we can tell, like up to this point in the series, like. Hagrid just became gamekeeper after Hogwarts, you know, yeah, like, uh, yeah. sure, he went through the whole, there was the whole Chamber of Secrets thing, whatever, when he was there, yeah. uh, Aragog was uh, posed to be the monster, Hagrid was expelled, the trial, whatever, but Dumbledore let Hagrid come back and, yeah. like, finish his schooling and, like, Well, and he let him gamekeeper. live there. Yeah, exactly. So there's so he no way. Left. Yeah, there's no way Molly would kind of act like, oh, yeah, there's gamekeeper before Hagrid, whatever. Nope. No. I don't think so. No. That's just her being a bad writer because she did the same thing. I mean, we already talked about this with the the, the World Cup, yes. you know, and how often yeah. that happens and how she's not good with her math there. And mm-hmm. this, like, when this happens or whatever, like, all of it. Like, she's just bad at her timelines. She doesn't know she what is. she's talking about. She just throws a random year out there and says, oh, yeah, it's, it works. We're going to go with that. No <laughs> one's going to question it. People are going to question yeah. it, ma'am. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean like I like obviously most people would read the series just to just to enjoy the series, enjoy the story, whatever. No, we are analyzing this hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking into everything that is completely wrong and this is one of those things. But don't forget we're unintelligent, okay? We're unintelligent though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was going to say so in this like part um, Hermione shows up. Like they, I guess they all meet up or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have yeah. dinner together. Yeah, that's what, that's it, what is. it is. Um, and so Hermione and I guess Ron are now there, or whatever. And Harry like, yeah, wants to ask Hermione about the Rita Skeeter thing that she like, you know, went to run off and study about. And yep. she's like, no, 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 don't. And she like looks at Molly as if like that's a reason not to. And I was like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, (laughs) we're not going to ask about Rita because of Molly. And, like, it's very clear. Like, I understand why. Because in, like, literally the next instant, Molly, like, literally is treating Hermione so coldly. And Harry, like, looks at her and is like, you know she's not my girlfriend, right? Like, and then all of a sudden Molly's like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. I like Hermione again. Like, what the fuck? Right? Could right? you have just asked? Write a note? Like, hello? <laughs> yeah, you're right, yeah. No, we talked about this previously. Like, there's no way Molly Weasley would have just taken Rita's word, like, 
as gospel. No. You know? Like, yeah. there's no way Molly Weasley would have been like, oh, Hermione's such a bitch. Well, oh shit. I hate her now. Like, no. I Hermione we Not Hermione. <laughs> Molly Weasley. I swear. I feel like she would have, like, written to Ron at the very least and been yeah. like, hey, is this true? And Ron could have immediately been like, uh, no, absolutely not. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. No, I... It's just so stupid. So they're at dinner, right? Blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. They eat dinner, and then they go straight into the third task. So, like, I think it's funny that they're like, hey, champions, entertain your guests all day. Don't practice for this task that you need to do, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so. that that's actually kind of funny. It's just like, yeah, no, you guys have to entertain your guests all day. Mm-hmm. If you want extra practice time, then I guess your guests have to be there while you do it. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but yeah, so they finish their dinner. They're heading down to do the third task stuff, whatever. Um, the champions have to go to their little area and everyone else goes to the stands, which... We still aren't sure exactly where these stands are and how much of the maze that they can see. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still very curious about that. Like, where is the entrance that the the champions are entering in from? How much can the fans see? Like, I don't... Yeah. I'm very confused. (laughs) I think everyone's confused. (laughs) Everyone's extremely confused. Like, like I'm sure when Joe was writing this chapter, when she was writing the third task and how everything happened, like she probably had an image in her head of what everything looked like, of how everything was working, all that. Great. Perfect. That did not translate well to the text. No, no, it did not. It did not. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it it was mm. bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I just... <laughs> I got a kick out of this, and I know you did too, because I see your comment. They get told the rules of the maze, right? How they're supposed to get through it, get to the middle, find the cup, whoever touches the cup first wins, blah, 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 whatever. You know, simple maze rules, okay? And then they're like, but hey, there's things along the way that are going to, like, attack you or challenge you or whatever. And they're like, so if you feel like you get into a little bit of a a stuck place and you don't think you can go on, just shoot up some red sparks and someone will come and rescue you. We have all these, like, what, four people who are going to, you know, come save you if needed. And I was like, so you're not going to tell them how? To shoot the red sparks? Right? Like, they're just supposed to, like, is there a spell for that? Or do they just think red sparks in their mind and it just happens? Right? Yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> how are they supposed to know how to do that? Like, you, there's literally no explanation. It's just, okay, shoot up red sparks if you need help. And then they walk away and they just start the third task. And it's like, wh- I feel like someone should have asked, hey, how do I do that? Yeah, that's that's not one of those things they learn at Hogwarts. I promise you. I, no. Why are we shooting red <laughs> sparks out of our wands? That's not yeah. going to help anyone. <laughs> I, I also question, because like, the further I read into the chapter, the more I was like, how do the red sparks work? Like, Do the red sparks just hang out in the air above wherever this person is? Because there's a point where, uh, I guess it was Crumb, maybe. 
uh, mm-hmm. where, you know, Harry or Cedric shoots Red Sparks yeah. for Crumb. And it seemed like, oh, okay, like, oh, they'll know where to go. And I'm like, okay, maybe if the Red Sparks hang there, they can be like, oh, okay, there's this person here. Let's go get them. But if they don't hang there, then how do the people who are supposed to come rescue them know where to go? Also, how do the people who are supposed to come rescue them know how to get there? Yeah, I don't know. In my head, it was more of like a flare, which meant that it would just like go really high up into the sky, which and my thoughts that now no longer makes sense. It made sense when I was like listening to it and like, oh, yeah, okay, like that's fine. Like a typical flare, you know, but they're in a maze in a very like, you know, relatively tight area with other people. So how are they going to know who shot that up if, say, two people are in like relatively the same area? Yeah, exactly. And like, because here's the thing, too. The uh, you can't disapparate within Hogwarts. You can't apparate no. within Hogwarts. That's a th- so like, obviously, whoever would come rescue them would have to get through the maze somehow, whether by actually taking the maze paths and going that way or they on they- a broomstick. Maybe a broomstick. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what it is. That would actually be the best option, I think. However, it might also depend on how injured this person is if they are injured then how does that work well i mean there's that one spell where you can like carry a body basically in the air oh that's true whatever it is i don't know what it's called but i know that they use it a few times yeah so they probably do that that's probably what they would do yeah but even still it, it like like, my mind has always been, like, oh, it's a flare that they shoot up. Yeah. And, you know, it does that kind of thing. However, like, how are you really... Depending on how you get to those that person, you know, how do they... How do they get there? How do they do that? Yeah. How is the flare going to help them? <laughs> I don't know. Because, I mean, one of the people who's supposed to come do the rescuing is Hagrid. Is Hagrid going to hop on a broomstick and get <laughs> over there? Like... What does no. Hagrid do? He doesn't even use broomsticks. He uses a bike. True. Oh my gosh. Wait. I didn't even think about that. The fact that they have Hagrid as one of the rescuers. Yeah. Like, what? what is he going to do? Just, like, burst through the walls of the maze? Yeah, he's just like, going to tear the maze down. Simple. Exactly. <laughs> just rip I'm it like, apart. And not to mention that there are also, you know, creatures and whatnot throughout the maze that they would also have to fight if they're going to yeah. go through the maze. Like, yeah. Man. I don't think this is thought through. No, I don't think so either. Like, imagine one of them has to pass the Sphinx. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and they're just not good with riddles or something. Oh, I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. I have no idea. That's crazy. No idea. But yeah, Red Sparks made zero sense to me. I was like, all right, guys, I guess. I guess, yeah. Like, I, like, I understand the, uh, the idea of it. I completely yeah. understand that. But it just... The getting there, not so much. Well, and if you focus so much on it and try to really think about how it makes sense, it doesn't make any sense at all. So, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> makes and, sense. We're confused. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. And like one of the things I've never actually thought about, but actually like makes sense, is that if you do shoot up red sparks, like, or if someone does it for you, I don't know, whatever, like you're disqualified from the task. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I've never thought about it. I've just always been like. Oh, they get help. They'll get out of that situation. But I always yeah. forget that that means disqualified. Yeah, that means you're done. 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 Yeah. Because Cedric and Harry are tied, they get to go into the maze first. So after all the rules have been done and the sparks yeah. thing has been explained. Can, 
Can we talk yes. about that real quick? Yeah, go so, for it. So Ludo, you know, does the whole thing. He starts the announcements and he's starting the task. And he's like, okay, you know, Cedric and Harry are tied at 85 points. Victor Crumb is going to go second with 80 points. Flora is in last place. Well, how many points does she have? Nothing. Obviously. Joe really made the points up. That's yeah, all I'm saying. There are no points. There are no <laughs> points. The points don't matter anyways. I mean, she's not good with numbers. She doesn't know her years. She doesn't know her points. It's okay. It's it's all good. It's, it's okay. all good. It's fine. It's she's, all good. She's not good with numbers and she's not good with timelines. No. It all has to do with numbers. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly. It's numbers. Oh she's it's not numbers. good at it. She doesn't know nope. her math. She doesn't, she doesn't have Google, which like I understand at this point, Google wasn't really a huge thing yet. Yeah. But I feel like she could have gone to anyone who was relatively good with dates or numbers or whatever and been like, hey, help me do this math, please, so I can yeah. get it accurate so that people don't question me about it. You yeah. know? Right. But yeah. maybe, maybe not. Maybe she was too uppity to ask people for help with that. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe it. Cedric and Harry get to go first. They get their little head start, and they take separate, like, ways. Like, Harry goes to the right, and Cedric goes to the left. Okay? Cool. Love that I, for them. I think the funniest thing is that, you know, Harry goes whichever direction, and it says his chosen path seemed completely deserted. And I'm like, wow, I wonder why. It's amazing. It's like the task just started. <laughs> <laughs> True, that too. <laughs> It's like you're the first one into the maze. Whoa. Wow. Big, big moment here, Harry. Your path is deserted. What? I bet it was for Cedric, too. Yeah. Jay Martinez says that Dumbledore was bad at math, too. Was he? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I don't I don't know if I have a moment where Dumbledore was bad at math. I don't recall anything telling me he's bad at math. I mean... Even if Dumbledore is bad at math, it's still Joe. Joe yeah. wrote it, so this she's the one bad at math. This is a Joe problem. This is not a character problem. Yeah. <laughs> this is J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah. She's the one who's bad at math. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then, yeah, so Crumb gets let into it and stuff, and then they wait a little bit, and then they let Floor in, and so, you know, everyone's in the maze now. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And then Harry literally talks to his wand and is like, point me. Like, that's such a weird fucking spell. There's no way that's what it was. Okay. I, okay. Yes. Understood. But also, I am confused about where the cup is and where they're supposed to go and get to it. Because the whole point me spell is supposed to be a compass. His wand will, like, puts his wand on his hand. He says, point me. And it's supposed to face north. Mm-hmm. I think like it's supposed yeah. to be like a compass yeah. and here. So this entire time Harry's like, okay, the cup is Northwest. And so the entire time he's only trying to get Northwest. So is the cup in the Northwest corner? Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently it's in the center. It's in the so middle. Harry keeps going Northwest. I, I think he's going to pass it. I just honest. think it's a stupid spell to think that you need to use, like, unless he has it set to point him to the center of the maze. Exactly. Like, if, yeah. It makes if it, no sense. Exactly. Yes. But I sure, agree. Harry. Sure. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, there's the blast-ended scroots and stuff, and I guess this is another moment where, like, Harry runs into Cedric again. Yeah, this is the first time he runs into Cedric. That's right, yeah. In yeah, the yeah, maze. Yeah. Well, after they part ways the first time, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This That's is the second I mean. time he sees him in the maze, but you're right. But he's like, 
oh, blast into Scroots. And it's just like, I, yeah, you know, at least Hagrid didn't get in trouble for creating them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got used by the ministry. <laughs> so yeah. even though it was very illegal uh, what he did, um, but I just think that that was really entertaining. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, bye. And they leave again. They separate their ways. <laughs> like Harry I mean, and Cedric are like, hi, bye. <laughs> I mean, like, I think it's partly because, you know, they're, they're friendly with each other just in general, like outside yeah. of the test. They're friendly. You know, they're both from the same school. They both want Hogwarts to win, whatever. But also I don't think they would be attacking each other in the maze, even if they ran across someone else. Yeah. You know, if, if everything either. was, if everything was perfectly normal, they just came across each other. Like they came across Crumb or something, and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, hey, Crumb. Okay, bye, Crumb." Right. Like, I, I think if everything were perfectly normal, that's just how it would be when you came across another champion. Yeah, that's I agree. just it. I think, but so it too. is kind of funny. It's just kind of a funny little. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like they we meet again. Bye bye. <laughs> See ya. Good um, luck with the blast and screws. <laughs> right. He's like, oh my gosh, I just barely got away from that one. Like, okay, okay, Cedric, I love that for you. And at this point, Harry hasn't come across anything. Mm -mm. This is so easy for Harry. He just has to walk right through the maze and it's good. It's such a simple, simple little maze. Um, Uh, I know. (laughs) Well, and then the next part, Harry finally does come across something. And he's like, ah! It's a mentor, and I was like, "But it's a bogger, right?" right? Yeah. Like I was like, "That's not a dementor. There's no way they would put an actual dementor in the maze." And I was like, "Or am right. I wrong?" And then I was like, "Oh, good, I'm right," because Harry does the Patronus, and it, it doesn't really react; it stumbles. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Wait, wait, dementors don't stumble." And so he's like, "That's a bogger," and he's all like, "Ridiculous!" <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing because even in uh in prisoner of azkaban when they're you know when harry's practicing the patronus charm on mm-hmm. a bogger it still worked yeah it patronus still worked. Charm still worked on the bogger and so it now did. what what is the now it doesn't work that and then, like this and now whatever what not no it, it you know it's jk rowling and her her writing it's she- yeah she that's all there is that's the explanation that's all you need (laughs) i think another funny thing though is that you know he does the patronus charm and like the stag comes out whatever um and then he's like oh it's a bugger and just ridiculous and he's like oh the stag's gone i miss it yeah like i didn't realize it hung around to be honest you could just conjure it again i guess if you're lonely harry (laughs) really wanted to he could i don't think he realizes he can just conjure it whenever he wants like you don't have to have a Dementor nearby to get a Patronus to show up. Yeah. They can hang around and protect you. That's what was happening in the fifth one, I want to say. Well, maybe it was with, the sixth. With, um, with uh, Umbridge doing her little interrogations. She has her little cat Patronus. Yeah, see, I know what you're talking about, but I think there were Dementors in the ceiling, so they were kind of being held back. Well, they were, but I'm just saying, like, it was just hanging out, though. It wasn't, like, attacking the Dementors. Yes, correct. It was just hanging out with her. Yeah, so that's that's why I'm saying, like, he could probably get to just hang out (laughs) if he really wanted to. (laughs) I don't think he knows that, though. 
<laughs> You're right. I just he, he doesn't know. He absolutely does not realize that. Well, he that. could learn. <laughs> he could, but he's. He, I, I think it's the fact that he's never really seen anyone with their Patronus. Yeah, I think you're all, right. All he knows is you can shoot it, it'll do its thing, you're good. Yeah. And especially since uh, Lupin's never took a form. Yeah, that's true. So he, I think he's really only seen Lupin's uh, Patronus, which was think, nothing. Yeah. It was just a flash of light. Yeah, you're right. Well, and like when he did have his Patronus come out at the lake, he ended up passing out right after he conjured it. So True. It that is really, true. Like he wasn't awake enough to see if it hung around or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it probably didn't. I'm sure as soon as the Dementors were gone, it was like, okay, bye. I would say it was probably there for a little bit because that was a lot of Dementors. (laughs) I mean, true, but the Dementors left. (laughs) They were gone. I hope they left pretty quickly, but what if they didn't? What if they tried to fight back? They were like, no, 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 it's not over here with us. We can keep going. Oh, no, it's here now. (laughs) Well, I want to say that Snape came by soon after. (laughs) I hope so. Anyway, Harry, you know, he takes care of the Patronus, Dementor situation, whatever. And he's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And keeps moving. And then Mm. he comes across uh, this, like, golden mist. (laughs) And I was like, I genuinely do not remember what this is at all in any way, shape, or form. So I'm curious what's going to happen if he walks through it, too. Yeah. (laughs) And... He's like, oh, should I do it? Should I not? Should I do it? Should I not? And he's like, okay, I'm going to do it. And he runs into it. And all of a sudden, he's upside down. (laughs) The entire world is upside down. (laughs) And you're like, okay, Harry. So, okay. You know, it's fine. And he thinks he's going to fall off of the world if he lifts a foot. But then Mm -hmm. he, like, talks himself into doing it and does. And all of a sudden, the whole world is right again. I think that's the funniest thing. That's so Just as soon easy. As, he, as soon as he takes a single step, he's fine. Like everything's back to normal. And I'm like, what kind of what kind of spell is this? Right? That's just what so easy. Yeah, but I just it, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, okay, that would be really cool if it like kept on for like a certain length of time yeah. or you know a certain like section of the passage. But no, it just as soon as he you know took another step, he, he was all good. Yeah. What? You're right. Interesting. (laughs) Just interesting. (laughs) It's very interesting. Yeah. But then after this, Harry starts running into lots and lots of dead ends, just continuously. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, you know, Harry has an uneventful maze again, you know. He's done (laughs) two things, seen Cedric, and, you know, has has just run into lots of dead ends now, going left and right and left and right and whatever. And then he gets to run into a screw on his own. Yay! <laughs> Yay! It's not just Cedric. I just, I still can't believe Hagrid even made that, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. We can't stop Hagrid. We can't go back into the past and stop him from creating some horrible creature like this, but it's fine. It's fine. The screws are huge now. They're like 10 feet. And I, I don't know if it's 10 feet long, 10 feet tall. I don't know. I assume it's 10 feet long. I don't know either. But Harry goes on to describe it as very similar to a huge scorpion with its little tail pointing up at him, mm-hmm. basically. And yeah. he's like, well, shoot. But he also talks about how it has lots and lots and lots of armor. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. He shoots a spell at it. The, the spell bounces off. Um, he shot stupefy. 
at this screw. And somehow that spell singed his hair. Yeah. Can we talk about how Stupefy doesn't singe your hair? It's not a fire spell. <laughs> You're right. You are right about that. Like, hello? <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, nothing Joe writes makes sense. I would so. like to understand. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it bounces off, right? So Harry's like, ah, oh, damn, it bounced off. I'll shoot another one directly at the same spot, basically. Right? Are you- I was like, Harry, how <laughs> stupid are you? Are you good? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, uh, obviously, the, the, the Scroot has armor of some sort, whatever. You yeah. need to find the soft, gooey center. <laughs> Yeah. Something, you know, something soft <laughs> that you can shoot at. <laughs> Literally. So I was like, why are we throwing spells at armor? Like, Harry, you can tell right? it bounced off the first time. It bounced off the second time. You better hope you actually hit it the next time or you might actually hit yourself. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> but he does. He does actually hit it the next time. It, like, disables its legs for, like, a hot second. He's like, oh, it won't last forever, though, so I gotta get out of here. So he leaves. Good for you, Harry. Yeah. You, you managed. Third yeah. time's the charm, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm still upset about the stupefy singeing his hair, though. That makes zero fucking sense. I know. I didn't make a note about Fleur, I guess. You can talk about the Fleur thing. I just had a just a teeny tiny comment about her. Just like, Harry hears Fleur scream, and so he's like, oh, like I, I should go find her. I should go make sure she's okay, whatever. He can't find her. That's basically it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, just I her. guess I just didn't think it was important. I was like, okay, like, why are we talking about Fleur screaming? Like, yeah, that makes sense. She doesn't seem very qualified for this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not I'm not saying Harry's that qualified either, but See, it's not a question of who's qualified enough. Yeah. It's a question of who did the goblet decide was yeah. going to be the champion for each house and who's going to be the surprise champion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. But she decided she was like gonna be like in it because yeah. she put her name in the thing and was like, yes, if I get picked, I get picked, you know? Yeah. Like, you know what's going to happen if you get picked. So, I mean, she in, innately decided that, that that she was worth it, you know? She could handle <laughs> yeah. this. She was worth it. She could do this. You know, it's fine. But doesn't she send up sparks? Right here as well. Don't they like see them? Maybe. Yes. I don't no? think. So. I feel like you'd be able to see other people's sparks. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think you. I don't think any. I think he makes a comment about her being disqualified. I don't think so. Hold on. Me. I feel like I remember that. I did not write any notes about Fleur in the maze. <laughs> oh, this was okay. This was right around the mist scene or the mist yeah. section. Well, yeah, because right after the Boston is screwed is when he hears the Cedric and Crumb stuff. So well, yeah, it has uh, to be spread out. Yeah, because Harry's going down whatever. He comes across the mist and he's, you yeah. know, he's looking at it. He's contemplating it. He uh, he was still hesitating when a scream shattered the silence. Oh, and he's right. like, Fleur, Harry yelled. There was silence. He stared all around him. What happened to her? Blah, blah, blah. So I think he's like, okay, I got, I'm going to go see if I can find her. He goes through the mist. The whole thing about the upside down, whatever. Yeah, he looked around for Flora. There was no sign of red sparks. Did that mean she had got herself out of trouble? Or was she in such trouble that she couldn't reach her wand? Mm. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Basically, he just, he couldn't find her. Uh, yeah, he just assumes she's he just, done he's for, just, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is fine. Whatever, you know. It's fine. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. Unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, after the blast ended, screw it, and he gets away from it, whatever, he has a little tiny moment of calm. And then mm. he hears, like, 
Cedric like shouting basically and then he hears yeah. Crumb like use an unforgivable curse. Yeah, because Cedric is saying something along along the lines of like, what are you doing? What do you think you're yeah. doing? Like something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, and then Crumb uses the Cruciatus curse on Cedric and Harry's like, what the fuck? And like yeah. goes over there and is like, oh my god. <laughs> Well, and I was like, what the fuck? You know, because right. I was like, this is not the crumb we have known throughout this whole fucking book. Like, yeah, it doesn't seem in character for him to use that. It's not. It's really not. So, yeah. But I also was just like, wouldn't that be cause to be disqualified anyway? You know, like using that. So, I mean, once yes. they find it out, he's not going to win. Right. You know? You would assume not. Like, you would think he wouldn't win. I mean, he doesn't, obviously, uh, for other reasons. But, yeah, you would think that if that gets out, then obviously, you know, Crumb would probably be disqualified because that's an unforgivable curse. It's illegal. You know, that whole thing. Yeah. And, like, I, the whole time this was happening, I was like, is this even real? Like, I was like, is this a figment of his imagination? Is this actually happening? But then, like, they kept talking about, like, Cedric and how Harry went to help Cedric and they, like, you know, he knocked out Crumb and stuff. And I was like, no, this is very real. Like, this actually happened. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. okay, <laughs> good to know. I guess it's real. And I was like, damn, that's not great, you know? Yeah. I mean, my question is, because I'm assuming that, you know, Crumb was under, like, the Imperious Curse. Yeah, I think you're so probably right. when and how did someone put him under the Imperious Curse? And who did it? I don't know. Like, because while I was reading this, I was like, okay, obviously Barty Crouch Jr., huge possibility it was him. Somehow, oh, yeah. some way, huge some possibility. Way, whatever. But, yeah. I, like, my mind was still also like, Ludo Bagman could be bad. <laughs> That's true. So. We don't yeah. have any proof that he's not. So. Exactly. Exactly. That's the whole thing. We, we have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. also, I also, at this point, I also kind of brought back the question of what can the spectators see mm-hmm. of what's happening? What can they yeah. hear? Can they hear anything? Yeah. Like, because you would think if they could see and hear things, then you would hear Crumb using the Cruciatus curse on Cedric. Oh, yeah. You would think. You would think. So. But I guess but not. I don't, I don't know. Cause, cause Harry also mentions that it keeps getting darker and darker the further he goes in. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, like, obviously, sun is setting. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are there any lights around the Quidditch field? We don't know. Uh, but also, it, for whatever reason, my brain kind of started going to the fact of, like, oh, maybe the hedges have, like, grown over the path. And, like, oh, the the all, all the sun, the moon, whatever, it's all blocked out now. You can't see it. And I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. Colleen's over here making excuses. I'm making excuses. But I, I think we just don't know why it's getting darker no. and darker. We don't. We don't. Besides the fact that the sun has set. Yeah. But, you know, they knocked Crumb out. They send up Sparks for him. And I was like, so you can get someone else disqualified by sending up Sparks? I don't get it. (laughs) I think that in this particular situation, it's like Crumb just attacked with an unforgivable curse. Okay, we knocked him out. Please get him the fuck out of here. We don't want him doing that to anyone else. Or give yeah. it to them again, like absolutely. But I think also, if someone is in such like such bad shape, like they've been attacked, they absolutely like cannot move, cannot do whatever. Then setting up red sparks, yeah. But I, I guess because I guess you're also thinking like 
maybe uh, just in general, if you come across someone, could you just yeah. send up red sparks and be right? like, ah, <laughs> gotcha. You know, like what? <laughs> like yeah. that's why I, I feel like there should be, I don't know, something else that determines like for each champion, like if they have like a different color of sparks that they shoot up or something and no one else knows their color, you know? Yeah. Because then it would be harder to, like, be able to disqualify someone else, I, I guess. But I, I don't know. I don't love this. <laughs> I, yeah, I get it. I get it. I think <laughs> champions are more focused on not dying. <laughs> so I don't think they're thinking, ah, oh, let me get someone disqualified. I think they're just thinking, get me the fuck out of this maze. How do I get to the cup? <laughs> I mean, that's true. I think you're right on that, but I still don't love that they can just disqualify someone if they feel like it. Yeah, no, I I completely understand that. Like, they send up sparks the second they see someone, and then they run far away from those sparks so Mm -hmm. that the person who's in the area is actually the other person who didn't do it. Like, that's a possibility that could have happened if this wasn't, you know, these four. Yeah. So... I, I also wonder... Cause I don't, I can't remember if, uh, if Ludo says it at, when they explain the sparks, I don't think they say it, but, uh, mm-hmm. there's like no explanation. There's, there's no them. explanation, but I wonder if, if that happens, you know, so you shoot, shoot up red sparks, whoever comes over and is like, Hey, like, let me help you. I wonder if you can say like, uh, either like, never mind, I don't need you anymore. I'm fine. And not be disqualified. Or, you know, obviously be like, Oh, I didn't shoot those. That wasn't me. Like, I'm good. And then maybe that is a fine. good question. I it does come off as if it's like an instant disqualification, though. Kind of, yeah. But so I don't know if they would have that conversation. I mean, maybe I don't know because they never specifically say if you need nope. they, if you shoot up red sparks, you're disqualified. They never say that. That's they just true. say if you need help. Yeah, it's just assumed so it's, that you're disqualified. I never assumed it. I'm not gonna lie. I never really assumed it. I was just I think always Harry like, oh, did though, help. didn't he? Not really. I, I mean, I, at some point he does say something about like being disqualified. He's like, oh, so I guess Harry did. disqualify you. Yeah, he but assumed it. I never it. thought that. <laughs> well, I'm not saying you did, <laughs> but like Harry, we're reading this from Harry's perspective, That's so true, it, he definitely yeah. assumes that, and we're like supposed to go with it. I guess. I, I think he doesn't assume it until like after he already entered the maze because yeah. I because when I wrote my note about it earlier on like I didn't write that down until I was further into the chapter and I was like oh let me go back and add that yeah so, I don't know when he thinks it but he thinks it at some point I don't know either <laughs> anyway crazy crazy but- <laughs> I know but yeah, so they take care of Crumb. Cedric and Harry are like, all right, cool, see you later. And this time, Harry goes to the left and Cedric goes to the right. Um, <laughs> yep. I don't know why I remembered the directions, but I was just so like invested because they went the opposite direction. <laughs> you were invested time, in the directions. Now they went the other directions <laughs> this time. Um, and this is where Harry comes across a sphinx, which... I don't remember exactly how it's described. Do you have that written down? Yeah, I can I can find it. Okay, cool. Because I have the riddle. It. I can read the riddle. I just don't have how it's I also described. have the riddle. It's in my book. Well, I have it in my <laughs> notes. So. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, okay, so. Uh, it was a sphinx. It had the body of an over-large lion, great clawed yes. paws, and a long yellowish tail ending in a brown tuft. Its head, however, was that of a woman. 
Yes. She that's turned right. her long almond shaped eyes upon Harry as he approached. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Blah sphinx. blah blah. Um and the whole deal with the Sphinx is the Sphinx will give him a riddle. And he has to either answer the riddle correctly, um, to pass. If he gets it wrong, he gets attacked. And if he doesn't answer at all, he's allowed to just turn around and walk away. Um, <laughs> those I, are the rules. <laughs> here's here's the thing. Like, the Sphinx attacks, what the fuck? <laughs> like, if you get right? wrong, and, Like, what's she gonna do to you? <laughs> right? And, like, and here's the thing, too. Like, all I could think about was that at the end of the last task, Ron was chastising Harry for thinking that if he didn't save them all, then whoever was left would die. Like, yeah. Harry might literally die here if he gets the riddle wrong. Yeah, depending on how badly the attack is from the Sphinx. Like, is that, like what kind of attack is it? Is, is it just a scare? Is it a literal, swipe, like... Swipe, swipe. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's ha- what kind of attack is this? I mean, it's the body of Harry a cat, like a large die. cat. So, yeah, he could die. Harry could literally die. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't... What? <laughs> But the nice part is the riddle's not that difficult. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. It is stupid. I don't think I would have figured it out, to be honest. I'm stupid. <laughs> That's okay. So am I. I don't do riddles. They're not I, my thing. I was reading this and I was like, how is Harry figuring this out? It's like, what? He's, I don't know. He has un, untapped potential. Hermi- he, uh, Hermione. He's been Hermione. hanging around Hermione too much. Yeah, for sure. It was it was that part where Ron and him weren't really friends, so he was like with Hermione, and she was just like, "Hey, do riddles with me." <laughs> see, see, here I, you have the riddle written out. Do you want to yeah. read it? Yeah, I'll read it. Go ahead. Um, so this is this is the riddle. It says, first think of the person who lives in disguise, who deals in secrets and tells not but lies. Next, tell me what's always the last thing to mend, the middle of middle and end of the end. And finally, give me the sound often heard during the search for a hard-defined word. Now string them together and answer me this. Which creature would you be unwilling to kiss? So... Like, I understood the very beginning part of it. I I knew that the the person who lives in disguise and deals in secrets and, like, lies, I knew that was a spy. I knew that part. I I also didn't put a whole lot of brain power in figuring it out. But I was just I can't tell you I would have been able to figure out the last part. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, like I got the whole, like, the middle, middle, end of end, whatever. I was like, ah, D, obviously, I got that. I I didn't put a whole lot of brain power into the spy part. Well, that one's easy. What? Uh, and then this last part, yeah, the whole, like, uh, finally give me the sound often heard during the search for a hard-to-find word. I was, was on I don't um, say er. I, no one says er. No one Only says Harry er. says er. 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 I say um. Yeah, I say um. Or, I say uh. I go uh. Yeah, that, you know, just, yeah. It's always uh for me. Or I, like... I like mm, try really hard to describe the word to people i'm like can you help me figure out it's like this word but not this word it's like this exactly exactly (laughs) like i don't say er i've never said er before in my life other than like right now it's literally (laughs) only harry this riddle is so (laughs) So, stupid it is it is that part was stupid for sure so stupid like like which creature would you be unwilling to kiss 
All of them. <laughs> All of them. I do not kiss creatures. I don't kiss creatures. Except for cats. <laughs> yeah. I love my cats. Yeah. I'll give my cat but, a little kiss on the head. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. otherwise, no. Otherwise, no. <laughs> exactly. But he figures it out, and it's a spider, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Cool. All love right. that for Whatever. you. Sure. Oh, wait. I want to mention. I- yeah. I really liked the fact that the Sphinx was kind of willing to let Harry work the riddle out. Because Harry would be mm-hmm. like, oh, can I hear that part again? Like, And yeah. Harry would be thinking aloud, like, oh, you know, oh, you know, a person disguised, oh, a spy, a spy, okay. Like, mm-hmm. he was thinking this out loud. The Sphinx is just, you know, repainting the riddle as much as he needs. I was like, okay, just that's really chilling. nice. <laughs> You're just chilling, yeah. And then Harry's, you know, obviously like, okay, my answer is spider. And it's like, oh, good job. Let's him pass. I just like the fact that the yeah. Sphinx let him do that. Well, I mean, I, I understand why she did because, yeah. like, that is just typically how you would need to be able to solve a riddle is, like, you need to have some way to think it out. If you don't have paper, yeah. you got to think about it out loud, like, or something. Usually you have someone else to talk to if you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out a riddle, but he's alone. And yeah. the Sphinx isn't going to offer him anything, so she's just going to keep know. repeating the riddle for him. <laughs> <laughs> Until she attacks him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but anyway, he got it right. Proud of Harry. Let's go. He actually did something Hooray. accurately and good for once. Um, and of course he thinks he's brilliant after mm-hmm. he does this. He's like, I'm so smart. I solved that riddle look at me right (laughs) and you're like okay harry it wasn't that good of a riddle like (laughs) there are harder ones out there that i'm sure you probably couldn't figure out yeah you know yeah i can't figure them out and i don't know i feel like maybe i'm a little bit smarter than harry potter (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but maybe i'm not who knows i don't know you don't (laughs) hang out around hermione who is absolutely brilliant at riddles that's a good point. That's a very good point. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> but go anyway. get you a Hermione in your life. <laughs> You're right, I should. <laughs> Harry passes the Sphinx, and he can see the cup. And he's like, yes. And so he starts running. But then he sees Cedric <laughs> also yes. running. And then he sees a creature moving off to the side really, really fast. And he's like, well, shit, Cedric doesn't know about that. And so he tries to warn Cedric. <laughs> and Cedric's like, oh, shit. So he like runs even faster and falls, uh-huh. right? See, and it's a spider. <laughs> here's here's the thing. I was reading I was reading last night and, you know, the Cedric's running. The spider's kind of like coming up on him on his left. Um, and so Harry yells out, like, on your, like, Cedric, on your left. And all yeah. I could think of was uh, whatever the Captain America movie was, where he keeps running laps around this park or whatever, and just keeps saying, on your left, whenever he runs past this guy, every time he does a lap. That's all I could think of. I would not know. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but. I don't know the funny. Captain America movies very Sad. well. <laughs> I love the Captain America movies. <laughs> but, um. I mean, yeah, it sounds about right. You know, similar. <laughs> similar instance. Yeah. But it's a giant spider. And uh, mm-hmm. Harry tries to use some spells on it, and they don't work. <laughs> they just work to make the spider angry with him. I think they kept trying stupefy. Yeah, I think you're right. Which, um, let me let me go back to previously. Um, Stupefy singed his hair, right? Shouldn't it True. have singed the spider? Right. 
Or is that not how that spell works? We don't know how any of the spells work. We only know how they're supposed to work, and then there's how they actually work, which we don't understand. <laughs> because no one understands. Joe doesn't even understand how our spells work. It's fine. I know. Um, but yeah, you know, so Cedric is no longer the target of the spider. The spider is now angry with Harry and is like, ah, you bitch, how dare you try to attack me? And Harry keeps trying and it doesn't work. And so the spider bites him. <laughs> yeah. Like, bites what? his leg. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> you know, and he goes in for another bite, and that's when Harry's like, Expelliarmus! You know? <laughs> yeah, I know! I was like, Expelliarmus! It even works on giant spiders. <laughs> like, and I was what? like, that wasn't your first thought, because that's your favorite spell. I, that's the only so spell he uses. Why didn't you use that in the first place? <laughs> Why like, were you trying maybe, other spells? He was like, maybe Stupefy will work. I don't know. We'll, we'll try it a couple times now. Let's go back to, like, Old Faithful Expelliarmus. <laughs> Expelliarmus, the spell that has no <laughs> real use. It just works for everything. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm just curious on how. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how that worked on the spider. Like, on I one hand, know. I kind of understood how it worked. But on the other hand, it was stupid. Because the spider is holding Harry, you know, like, with its front, like, legs or whatever. Um, And Harry says Expelliarmus. Expelliarmus is supposed to disarm someone. So it's like, if I want to give Joe credit, it did make the spider drop Harry. And (laughs) make you drop your wand if you used it, whatever. But at the same time, no. 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 <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I know. And like I I have a question. How did they get the spiders to take part in the maze? Are these the friendly spiders that are Hagrid's friends? Are they supposed to eat the champions? Like what's happening here? I, I don't know. I, I like on one hand I feel like they weren't Maybe they were trying to make the the tournament as dangerous as possible, kind of except for the second task, which, like, uh, that one wasn't so dangerous. Oh, that one was pretty chill. They just took a little swim compared to the first (laughs) task and this task. But like a little swim in the lake, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. You just gotta hold your breath for an hour. Yeah. Uh, But uh, but like I, I almost feel like they know the history of students dying in this tournament i feel like they would try to make it so that they don't die in the tournament but apparently not i mean you think they would try but in fact they actually went all in on the dying side and said mm, you know let's make it the worst death possible uh, yeah, especially for this task the third task oh man there's <laughs> yeah. last ended they're spirits, like there's they spiders, could die to screws sphinxes like- spiders Dementors, you name it, it'll happen. <laughs> you name it. They even have a champion under the Imperius curse. Yeah. He's gonna use Crucio yeah. on you. <laughs> yeah, even that. <laughs> like, we got oh, this. No. We're gonna oh, make it real yeah. bad. <laughs> oh, this is so bad. This is just, it's awful. It's awful. But anyway, Harry knows that he can't really walk on this leg, right? Because he got bit by a fucking spider. Oh, a yeah, giant yeah, yeah. ass spider, right? And yeah, so he's all like, they, they they eventually do like like stupefy the spider or whatever like spiders kind of just off to the side now it's incapacitated yes um 
And so Cedric is still ahead of Harry towards the cup. You know, Cedric is in between Harry and the cup. Harry is injured. Harry's like, bruh, just go, just go take it. It's fine. You know, you obviously are going to win that and I'm not winning any races anytime soon. So just go take the cup, you know? And there's like, they're just fighting over it and stuff. And some... How the whole, like, Hufflepuff not having a real win in a very long time came up. And I was like, that's just stupid. Like, why are we bringing that up? That's so rude. I honestly, uh, me being a Hufflepuff, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, Hufflepuff's deserve it. Go Cedric. But I was also like, okay, why? Just shut up. Like, what was the relevance of that? Let Hufflepuff have their victories when they get them. It's fine. It's fine. Hufflepuff could have their victory, but. You don't need to be like, oh, you know, pity Hufflepuff. They can have this win. Yeah. Because Harry's injured. They can have this win here's the funny thing though it was cedric's over here like no harry you you go take it you saved my life like twice tonight or whatever you know uh and i'm like how is harry supposed to get to the cup he can't walk right cedric what what are, what are you thinking like I, cedric's just like motioning like go for it go for it and i'm like cedric, yeah. help him well, and I was like, imagine, though, if Cedric had listened to Harry and just gone and grabbed the cup. Like, mm-hmm. if Harry had never gone to the graveyard. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, if Harry had actually just not let right? Cedric yeah. have him go win it with him, like, yeah, like I mean, what, Cedric probably would, would still die. <laughs> no, Cedric but... absolutely still would have died, but... but... <laughs> <laughs> like what was the backup plan if Cedric appeared right? instead of like, Harry? Is Voldemort still coming back? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> like I because I, I don't know how that would have ended because Cedric would have gone to the graveyard. Um, obviously they, Harry probably would have shot up red sparks to be like, help, help, like get me in here or whatever. Yeah. Or get me out of here. Uh, yeah. and then it would have been like, okay, well where's Cedric? Where's the cup? Like what's, where are they? Like, okay. Because yeah. Harry could have confirmed. Like, yeah. if he hadn't gone with Cedric and taken the cup with him, then Harry could have confirmed, like, Cedric took the cup. It was a port key. He's gone. I would assume he's, uh, you know, at the entrance or wherever. Because mm-hmm. you would just yeah. assume that they would appear where they're supposed to appear. But no. Yeah. No one's seen Cedric. He's gone. <laughs> so. Yeah, and Harry would have watched them disappear. Watched, yeah. well, watched Cedric disappear. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Harry would have been the eyes and been like, hey, Hey, help. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sparks. <laughs> Unreal Pepper says plan B was moody. So I Here's guess moody was the thing, though. That doesn't up. work, though. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't work. Because right. Harry has to be in the graveyard for Voldemort to come back. Plan B can't be moody. That doesn't work. <laughs> also, you can't disapparate within Hogwarts. Yeah. So how do port keys work in Hogwarts? Yeah, it, it doesn't. Like, that doesn't work. And there's no other invisibility cloak. That's the other thing. There's only one, and Harry has it, and Moody does not have Harry's invisibility cloak. So that wouldn't work either. Yeah. But yeah, so I just, you know, weird. But anyway, I'm also going to just, like, say this is my last comment for this chapter. Um, This port key, like, legit makes no sense, for the record, because the way we understand port keys, and we learned about them at the beginning of this book, is that they go at a certain time, a very specific scheduled time, and there is no way... That the time that they touched it was predictable because they're in a fucking maze. Hold on, I'm looking up port keys now. <laughs> I want to know how this port key works. Because don't they have oh, to go at specific times? Not necessarily. 
So there's a different type of port key? Yeah. Okay. So this says almost any inanimate object can be turned into a port key. Once bewitched, yes. the object will transport anyone who grasps it to a prearranged destination. A port key may also be enchanted to transport the grasper or graspers only at a given time. Uh, in this way, the arrivals and departures of a great number, witches, wizards can be staggered, blah, 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 whatever. So uh, I guess you can do it either way. You could either have a port key where as soon as someone touches it, you know, they immediately get transported or you can do it where, you know, there, it goes at a certain time. Okay. Can you do it within Hogwarts grounds? That's my question. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, Unreal Pepper, I think you're right about there being like a ton of like fake invisibility cloaks. Like, I think we have heard about those being a thing, but they're not as good as a real invisibility cloak. Yeah, I don't... Like, I know that there are some, but they fade. So it wouldn't yeah. probably have worked. Yeah. I don't think that would work. But I don't know. Only the headmaster can make a port key into and out of the castle. Moody just manipulated it. I mean, maybe? I don't know. But but then there would be no port key. Because Dumbledore wouldn't have made a port key. Yeah, I don't think he... Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on how they wanted to figure out who the winner was. I guess that's true. What is, was it I, supposed I think, to tra- teleport them like outside of the maze, I guess? I would assume so, yeah. Port key goes to the podium. Okay, supposedly the port key goes to the podium. Where is that stated? Sense. Yeah, right? I know. I'm like, where is that stated? <laughs> Explain. But like that would make sense for it to supposed to be going to the podium. Like, ah, oh, they're here. Whatever. I don't know. It's stupid. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that the final trophy was going to be a port key. No, the wiki doesn't really say. There's no information. (laughs) I'm going to go with it's probably not a thing. But anyway, Cedric and Harry get to the, 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 we know, goblet trophy thingamajigger. And they both touch it at the same time. And all of a sudden, they're in a new place. Mm Mm-hmm. And now we're on chapter 32, flesh, blood, and blown, bone, bone. I can't talk. I wanted to say blown. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the flesh and the blood. Yeah. It's just bone. It's just bone. Anyway, they're no longer in the maze. Imagine. (laughs) And then Cedric is like, Harry, did you know this was going to happen? Like, what? Right, yeah, I know. It's like, did you, did anyone tell you the cup was a port key? And it's like, did anyone actually explain to the champions what was supposed to happen once they reached the cup? No, no one There's did. There's no explanation. And they both genuinely believe that this is just a continuation of the the task. They're both like, yeah. oh, okay, this is like the end part. Yeah, I guess like, like the final boss. It kind of would make. <laughs> sense in a way to be like okay now you're elsewhere now you have to defeat whatever like that yeah i could see that being a thing however as we know since we know the book and we know the story that's not it no yeah crazy (laughs) but it's fine and then there's like you know a a person walking with a little bundle that looks like it's either robes or a baby. <laughs> yeah, Harry can't tell which. I was like, okay, do babies look like robes often to you, Harry? Like, who knows? <laughs> what? <laughs> How are you bundling up your robes? Um, but anyway, you know, 
Harry's scar starts hurting, and I was like, oh, you know, Voldemort's close by. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's yeah. in that bundle. <laughs> um, And he gets sick. Like, he, like, what, vomits or something? Like, it's bad I enough that he, like, throws up, I think. He might have wanted to throw up. I don't know. Hold on. Let me look. Because I don't remember him throwing up. Um, I feel like he did. I think I remember hearing that, but I could be wrong. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay, cool. This, I was this, like, was, this was after Kill the Spare, though. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but like during all of this is like when the Kill the Spare thing happens. Yes, yes, exactly. And yeah. so, like, Harry's like more focused on himself right now. And then all of a sudden, you know, Kill the Spare, whatever, Cedric is dead. And then once Harry like kind of recovers a little bit, he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Cedric? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, it happens very quickly. They get to the graveyard and immediately it's like, kill the spare. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. It's not a long, drawn-out thing. No, not at all. Cedric was so, such a spare guy, though. Yeah, he was such a spare <laughs> he guy. He was a awful buff, you know? <laughs> you know, it's chill. <laughs> uh, but let's see. Un- Unreal Pepper said that they just rechecked the whole thing about the port key. And it goes, it lands in front of everyone on the grass outside of the maze uh, when they get back after the graveyard. So... We're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, we're not. But my my thing, I guess, is like just the question in general. Like, is it even supposed to be a port key? Because no one ever yeah. says it is. It's like never, no yeah. one ever says it is. It is not stated at any point in any time in any of the books, as far as we've read. Yeah, absolutely. that it's supposed to be a port key. No one explains, not even to the champions, about what's supposed to happen when you reach the cup. They just say, "Go get the cup." That's it. And you win. Like, I'm gonna go with it's not supposed to be a port key because it's not even on the wiki. And I don't think Joe's ever talked about this. Yeah, it's never explicitly said if it was supposed to be or not. Like, I could see it being a port key and, like, whoever touches it does go to, like, some sort of podium. And it's like, oh, the winner's here. Like, oh, you won. Like, like, excitement, whatever, there. And then they can, like... Uh, you know, close down the maze, go, like, find all the other champions who are still in there, whatever. Like, I could see that being a thing. But at the same time, I completely understand that, like, no one explained it. It might not be a port key. It might just be go get the cup and you win, and then you've got to find your way out of the maze, I guess. Well, I guess the way I always thought about it, because, like, I always just figured the port key thing wasn't supposed to happen. You know, I figured that was just an extra added thing to lead him to the graveyard um i always thought that basically once he touched it he would be able to find his way out of the maze like really easily because it would probably like lead him in the right direction or Mm. maybe the maze would just disappear once the cup got grabbed because i felt like that would make sense i mean i guess the question then would be what if the maze just disappears then what exactly happened to the maze i don't know if there's like a spell attached to the the cup because joe likes to do shit like that with like big spells so i wouldn't have been surprised if that was supposed to happen yeah there very obviously need to be something that happened to be like oh this person won yeah exactly uh but like there's no explanation as to what was supposed to happen and it's nowhere online so yeah no one because no no one one knows knows. no one knows no one has any idea so, I don't and know like, if I believe the cup is supposed to be a port key I, from the start. I don't know if I believe that. I think also, if it was <laughs> not supposed to be a port key, 
then the uh, the champions need to be told, like, oh, if you grab the port key, you know, like, shoot up white sparks or something. You know, yeah. like, do yeah. something to let it be known that the cup has been grabbed. We're all good. Well, like, I feel like something should have been explained about the cup. Exactly. In yeah, just in either, general. Something needed to Either happen. they have to do something when they get the cup, or they will have something happen to them when they get the cup, yeah. or they'll grab the cup and all of a sudden it'll lead them this way, or this will happen when you touch the cup, or something. Like, I don't think it's okay that they're just like, yeah, go in, grab the cup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there, and it needed to be explained. Well, yeah, that. And from what we understand, no one can even see what's happening in the maze. Yeah, so... which seems silly. Like, I feel like because they're in the Quidditch field and there's stands all around, everyone's in the stands, I feel like they should be able to see what's happening in the maze, at least in yeah. some capacity. Yeah. You know? So They should also be able to hear what's happening. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But, you know, yeah. whatever. It is what it is. Cedric is now dead. <laughs> yeah, Cedric's dead um, now. The spare was killed. Yes, he was. And Harry gets tied to a tombstone with rope, with actual rope. He's not being held oh, yeah. by a statue, guys. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure he gets held by a statue in the movie. He does. So, changes. Um, he's just yeah, tied to a fine. tombstone. Just a casual tombstone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's Tom Riddle's tombstone. It is. It is. But it's still just a tombstone. It's True, not a statue. Right, it's not yeah. like a fancy, like, weeping angel type creature. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's it's a tombstone. That's it. Yep. Uh, yeah, yes, there's many different types of tombstones. I, I Yes, I know that. <laughs> I'm just saying. It sounds it's, like it's a pretty normal tombstone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but... Um, so then, you know, Wormtail starts, like, talking or whatever, and Harry, like, recognizes his voice and is like, oh, my gosh, like, it's you, you know? Like, what? And, you know, he literally puts down the bundle, like, on the ground or whatever, but it's still, like, covered in whatever fabric was there. And so it's, like, moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. And then, you know, of course, Nagini is there, Hold like, slithering around. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I should read the description of Voldemort because it's yeah weird. Yep. Let me see if I can go find ahead. it. Hold on. You, I mean, you can keep talking. Well, about I, have, I have my, like, short and sweet description that I copied from what they said written down. I could read that. Did you actually copy it down? What I noted was that it says something ugly, slimy, and blind, the shape of a crouched human child, but not one. <laughs> so, no, not described as a baby, just a weird fucking creature. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's you, my you've general got, gist. <laughs> you've got most of it. Yeah, you've got yeah. most of it there. I'll just read this paragraph. Yeah, go for it. Go for good. it. Okay. <laughs> it was as though Wormtail had flipped over a stone and revealed something ugly, slimy, and blind, but worse, a hundred times worse. The thing Wormtail had been carrying had the shape of a crouched human child, except that Harry had never seen anything less like a child. It was hairless and scaly looking, a dark, raw, reddish black. Its arms and legs were thin and feeble, and its face, no child alive ever had a face like that, flat and snake-like with gleaming red eyes. Oh, yeah, I didn't get the end part, but yes. Uh-huh, yeah. Yep. It's crazy. 
Like he's I don't, red and black. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was and scaly. I was very confused there. Like That's- he's some sort of snake hybrid or whatever you know. And I'm like, how did he turn into that? Yeah, I how because because sure. at the end of the first book, he like turned into essentially just smoke, and now he's this. I guess. <laughs> how? How did that happen? I, I can't even begin to tell you how, Colleen. Bill <laughs> Pepper still says it's a uh, homunculus. Uh, no, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like a homunculus to me. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> it just sounds like a fucking weird creature that has a flat face. It like looks like a snake, but with legs, basically. So I'm not gonna say homunculus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh, Unreal Pepper said it could be from feeding uh, from Nagini's milk. I think that's where the face comes that's from. That's probably where the face and kind of like the scales come from, but yeah. I, it still doesn't explain how he necessarily like had a body formed in some yeah. way, shape, or form. doesn't have legs. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, I guess at one point she did. Maybe Voldemort went and took over the body of a small, frail child. I don't know. No! <laughs> I no. Just, how did he went from smoke to small random childlike creature? I want to say that maybe he like his base form after the smoke thing was like a worm, like a weird fleshy worm. <laughs> oh, it and just, then like, as he into like a worm or something. And then like as he got like the the like Nagini's milk and stuff and kind of started growing, he like grew legs. <laughs> <laughs> but has like that that snake okay. face. <laughs> okay, all right. But it's okay, Colleen. We're not intelligent here. Don't we're not intelligent here. That. We yeah. We're, we're not just... allowed to come up with theories and try to figure stuff out. Okay. Nope, never. <laughs> we are not intelligent. <laughs> nope. Nope, we're not. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's funny that Harry was like, let it drown, let it drown, let it drown, because I mean, um Wormtail <laughs> takes it and dumps it into the the pot the cauldron yeah it, it, like harry's like it looks like it just has water in it or something and it's like okay it's like how did voldy even survive that i think because he's a snake i think he has gills <laughs> i think uh, he's maybe. like hardcore a worm he's snake hardcore, yeah he's hardcore a worm snake child thing because worms can survive in water they're not gonna die snakes yeah. aren't gonna die in water either so i genuinely yeah. think he is very closely related to those he might be. You might be I think be he right had gills. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Harry's like, let it drown. And then, you know, of course, Wormtail goes through the whole, like, bone dust, flesh of the See, servant willingly given. <laughs> here's here's the thing I didn't really realize, because I'm so used to the movie where they use, like, an actual bone, like, for this thing. In the mm-hmm. book, they just use bone dust. And I was like, yeah. that works? Yeah, I guess that works. I, yeah. I'm... I guess they didn't didn't need a whole bone. That makes no, sense. Not. <laughs> I was like, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. But so you know, whatever. I don't have a lot to say about the bone dust thing. I yeah, agree with you. Though. Yeah, it, I thought it was weird. It makes sense the way you like were talking about it. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I guess like at this point it kind of does make sense to use bone dust, even yeah. if like we I see mean, them use a bone. I think it would be much harder to actually like procure a whole bone from the grave 
Like, yeah, I think bone true. dust is much easier to just well, be yeah. like, oh, let me get the little particles out. Especially depending on how long his dad has been dead. That stuff. too. Yeah, because so. Voldemort was born in 1928, I think I wrote in my mm-hmm. notes earlier. I think so. I think that's what you wrote. Oh, I put Hagrid was born in 1928. Okay, never, never mind. mind. Well, Tom is only, like, <laughs> he's a little bit old. older <laughs> than Hagrid, I think. So he's still... I think he was born in 1925. I think that's what it is. If I remember correctly, Tom Riddle was born 19 or like you know Voldemort was born 1925 am I to understand that all of this is just a midlife crisis what for Voldemort like he's in his like 40s this is a midlife crisis for him no 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 no, no. Voldemort's much older is he really much older well this is the 90s he was born in the 20s he was born in the 20s he's like 70 yeah He's seventy something. This is a lot older than him. Well, (laughs) you know. Okay, here's the thing, though. His midlife crisis was stolen from him. (laughs) Stolen. Technically, this is a prolonged (laughs) midlife crisis. (laughs) Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's prolonged. He had to take a break because he was non-existent for a hot second there. (laughs) Wizards live much longer than us. You might be right on that. (laughs) But anyway. Uh, so the flesh from the wormtail, wormtail thingamajigger, you know, whatever. Uh, I was like, no way he cut his hand off that easy, unless he has one of those, like, really, really nice, really sharp knives where, like, you can't even feel yourself get cut if you do, so you have to be really, really careful with them. Yeah, Because I know those exist. That was my thought, too. I didn't write anything about the sharp knives, but I had that same thought, because I was like, there's no way Wormtail could cut off his hand in just one try. Not with, like, a normal kitchen knife or whatever. This has to be one of those, like, really high-class, fancy, like, you could cut anything with this type of knives. All all I can think of, too, is, like, the movie, he just, like, holds his hand up and just slices. I feel like you would need to put your hand down on something something. and be like, okay, slice. Yep. Like, right on the edge of it, probably, so you can just cut it off and then it just falls in or something, you know? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm like, there's no way he just did it that easily. No, I would never. I would never do that. Mm -mm. You wouldn't even be able to pay me enough to cut my own hand off or something. Absolutely not. I'd be like, you have to kill me for this (laughs) to happen. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, of course, we need Harry's blood. So, you know, they prick his elbow uh or something yeah (laughs) that part of his his you know where they usually i guess like tight in what is it they put like the tape around you so that they can like oh the tourniquet blood from you yeah yeah sure yeah that (laughs) (laughs) i've never donated blood or anything so i don't know that process I just happen to know what it's called. I think they usually put like really tight tape around you. I don't think that's really a tourniquet. Yeah, okay. I guess maybe maybe, maybe tourniquet's not really the right word, but, but it's similar it's like really enough. tight tape so that they can get your vein to pop yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, I was like big oof, and then you know the cauldron just sat there quietly for a bit. Yeah, it didn't do anything, and Harry's like, "Don't let anything happen. Let's go. I'm okay <laughs> I'm with like, that. All right, okay." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it starts reacting, and there's a bunch of mist. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And you're like, well, shit, it worked. Whatever it is, you know. Harry still has no clue what's going on. He's like, okay. Yeah. I'm scared. I don't know what's in that pot. Like, <laughs> this is really weird. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And then you know, Voldy's like, robe me. <laughs> yeah. That's the no, first that was, thing that he was says. funny. I didn't write anything down for it, but it's just 
robe me. And then you have Wormtail over there with one hand being like, okay, master, put the robe on you. (laughs) I was like, shut up, bitch. (laughs) Like, that's the first thing he says. He comes back and he goes, robe me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, man's had to have had gills to be in that cauldron for that long, though. So that's my gill comment. Um, Exactly. and (laughs) And then we get the Lord Voldemort has risen again. Yep. And I was like, I we love to see it. What an end to a short baby chapter. Yep, that's it. That's literally the last sentence. Just Lord Voldemort <laughs> had risen again. Done. <laughs> like I'm I'm so happy for this. Yeah. But yeah. Gills, guys. Gills. Voldemort had gills. Yes. He might still have gills. We don't know. <laughs> he might. He might still have gills. He might we still have snake like properties other than his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh unreal pepper says that turning kids are only if you're going to amputate a part of the body that makes sense well that you know what sense. wormtail might have needed a tourniquet yeah he <laughs> might have because <laughs> he amputated a part of his body he did he did he really did so i think for this situation tourniquet was the right word i think you're right <laughs> he, he should have used, used one. one yep well no one ever said wormtail was that smart okay exactly exactly <laughs> Anyways, that's the end of chapters 31 and yeah. 32. Lord Voldemort <laughs> has risen again. He has. And we'll find and he out has what gills. happens next time. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. God. But yeah. So that's it. The next one is going to be three chapters. Um, yes. It'll be the Death Eaters, Priori Incantatum, and Veritaserum. So we'll go through all that. Yep. And if you care about us, go leave us a review. Go leave us a review. <laughs> Tell us how like us on Spotify. Yes, tell us how unintelligent we are. We love it. <laughs> Let's see what else. Join the Discord. Know. We yes. need we need <laughs> to plan a movie night for Goblet of Fire. We do. We do. We have plans to do that. Actually, yes, we need if to do you that. Guys are soon. interested. We need to plan it so. soon. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So. If y'all are interested, we will be watching it in our Discord yeah, together. This way, fun. Colleen cannot take a million notes because <laughs> I will be in charge of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, Unreal Pepper says that in Veritaserum, they mentioned Moody's cloak and also that he cast it himself. Interesting. Hmm. Well, we will find right. out hmm. when we read it. Yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah, Unreal For Pepper, now. we are not a spoilers-free podcast. Yeah, we're we spoil not. everything. You don't have to, like, phrase anything with spoilers <laughs> or anything like that. We used to. Or, well, I used to. I'd be like, spoiler, sorry. And then now we well, just don't. I mean, sometimes we'll be like, spoiler alert, but, like, you should already know this. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, like, so. Spoiler alert, Dumbledore dies in the sixth book. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, His exactly. Yeah, Harry dies. does die. <laughs> he so, does die. Yeah. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. But yeah, so there's not really anything else we need to talk about right now, so. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, I guess we should. Keep. It. Magical! We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals, Oh My. 
If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at BMMOMI. Be sure to check out our website at bmmomi.wixsite.com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmmomi. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.omi at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye. Bye.